Hi, I'm Devin Silvestri. I play quarterback at Newsom High School in Florida, and you're listening to Playmakers Corner. All right. As you just heard there, on this episode of the Playmakers Corner podcast, we got the legend herself, Devin Silvestri, uh, chopping it up with us, talking about football. And you know what? Uh, Just to give some context here, this was right before her playoff run, actually. In the interview, you'll hear that uh, we were interviewing her actually the day after their game against Robinson, which was one of their only losses against, uh, you know, one of their own great quarterbacks in Sydney Stout. And obviously, Robinson was a squad that went on to win their own state title. And so, if you've been listening to this podcast, you already know that we've shouted out Newsom before. And if you follow us on your socials, you know we've shouted out Newsom before. But they did win state after this interview. So, it was a great ordeal. And, you know, just to share a couple of stats from their last two games including their state game for Devin Silvestri also quick shout out to their OC over there at Newsom Anthony Silvestri who happens to be her pops um for giving us these numbers here but against Navarre this that was their semi-final game Devin won 22 of 32 for 183 yards two touchdowns she had nine rushes for 47 yards and a rushing touchdown and then on And then on defense, she got two interceptions. One of those was a pick six. So once again, showing how versatile and how great of a player she is. And then in her last game, in the game that won her state, she went 17 for 24, passing 180 passing yards, two touchdowns, and interception. Uh, she also um, contributed seven rushes on 31 rushing yards and a rushing touchdown, and she also got two interceptions in that game. In that game against Western, they won 20-19 to in a close one. And so, just wanted to say those stats there. Huge shout out to Devin Silvestri. She was, she is the first girl that we've interviewed um, who plays football and whatnot. And so we are super excited for her future. And you know we hope to chop it up again after her senior year. But with that being said, enjoy this interview with one of the leaders for Newsom High School and a state champ in Devin Silvestri. Hey y'all, welcome back to the Playmakers Corner podcast. Today, we have another interview and a very special guest. Um, if you'd like to introduce yourself, uh, who you are, what position you play, and uh, where you're from. Hi, my name is Devin Silvestri. I go to Newsom High School in uh, Tampa, Florida, and I play quarterback in safety. Awesome. Yeah, and uh, you'll learn all about uh, Devin's game on this episode. But first, we like to we kind of ask all of our athletes the same opening question just to kind of get to know you and the realm of sports. And uh, that question is, what is your favorite sports experience or memory while playing a sport? And this doesn't necessarily have to be just football, but, you know, just like any specific experience, whether it was a game or whether it was like an event, uh, just something that was that like you think of playing sports and that comes to mind. Um, I would probably say um, I had a huge tournament um, for soccer years ago and I was actually playing goalie. Um we were in the finals playing against one of the top teams in the state and we had to go all the way to PKs. And, you know, that was a really big step for me and we ended up winning and it was just such a great experience. Like having all my teammates like run at me full speed. And I like saved the last ball of the game. And it was just something that I'll, I'll always remember. Hey, sounds like uh, successful teams is a part of your sports history. So uh, love that winning attitude and that culture and the ice in the veins. But, uh, 
Uh, and then kind of transitioning just a little bit, uh, what's your favorite sport viewing experience? This could be a live game that you attended or maybe a game that you watched on TV of like your favorite team or like a big memory or something like that. Oh, I mean, I would have to say um, going to watch the Tampa Bay Lightning live at their stadium is probably the most electric um, energy that I've ever experienced for a game like that. I mean, people are always on their feet cheering. I mean, that's something that I wish people would have done for our games for whatever sport it is, like flag or soccer back then. But I mean, it's just a great experience. And like, I can't imagine what the guys are feeling like down on the ice. It's just like, it's, it's just so cool to have that such all that energy from all the fans around you. Yeah, it stinks that uh, uh, COVID happened when y'all won the Stanley Cup this past year. But oh uh, <laughs> but yeah, good year for Tampa sports. And yeah, the Lightning, they've always been uh, a team that I respected. You know, I'm an mm -hmm. Avs fan being from Colorado. So, you know, I don't mind the Lightning as much as I mind a lot of other teams. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's awesome to have that electric experience and, you know, uh, strive for it, you know, and want to attain that. And then kind of our last question on reflection, I'd say is, uh, is there a memory or a series of, of events that you can pinpoint falling in love uh, with the game of football or getting into football? Like some, like you either watched like a game or something happened. You're like, yeah, I want to do that. Um, let's see. Um, I used to be, I'm not going to say I'm a, like a bandwagon or anything, but I used to be like a huge Pats fan um, for NFL. And, um, you know, when they won the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, that was like a big turn on for me. That was just like, wow, like I something like that. Like I want to play flag and like be able to go all the way to the state finals and like win in the last minute play. Um, so, yeah, that was definitely something that allowed me to go okay yeah let's 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 start doing this like let's just show everyone like um what i'm capable of and what our team's capable of and so I, yeah that's something that was very memorable and that's something that i would love to show on the field yeah that was a very exciting game and one of the better super bowls of the past decade for sure so that's a good one to choose um, may, kind of, you could see Simon and I kind of twitch a little bit when you said Pat's fan, but we'll let it slide <laughs> for today. Um, but and we'll we'll get back to talking about Newsom, you know, and uh, like your team's flag football and how that season's going. But first, I'm going to pass it off to Simon to kind of talk about your game specifically. Okay. Yep. Um, so just for context, real quick, you got a Broncos fan and Cody over here, so you know they're used to taking those L's from the Patriots, and then you got a detached Steelers fan and me, which you know we'll see this next season. But <laughs> that's that's where we're at. Just just you know just for some context, just throwing that out there. But let's talk about your game. All right. So what was your reaction to our evaluation of your game? Oh my gosh. I mean, it was incredible. I mean, my dad was like, Hey, you, you need to listen to this about the podcast. And I was like, yeah, yeah, of course. And I listened to it and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is like so insane. Like the exposure and like the constructive feedback that you guys gave me, like, I appreciate that so much. And I'm definitely willing to put all of that on the field and, um, hopefully I can improve off of that. But I just want to thank you guys again. Cause that was, that was incredible. 
Yeah, no, of course, anytime. And, you know, we are looking to do more of, um, you know, some girl football players around the country. You know, I think, I don't know if you saw this highlight or something like that, but uh, Leah Paulette, she was on ESPN. She had that crazy run or something like that. And it was it was all over the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we... Yeah, so we're trying to get, you know, more playmakers like you and her uh, on the show and uh, get that exposure because this is something that's been long overdue if we're being completely mm-hmm. honest. So, right. so yeah. But kind of talking more about your game here, is there like, uh, I you did mention, you know, the Patriots and all that and Tom Brady, but is there any like football player or, or um, I guess role model that you really model your game after when it comes to playing quarterback or safety? Um, I would have to say Tom Brady. <laughs> I mean, ever since I started watching NFL, I'm pretty sure the very first game I watched was a Patriots game when he played for them. And I basically, I just focused on him the entire time. I mean, like, whenever they were down a game, you know, he never, um, he never had any, like, negative thoughts or anything in his mind that would um, withdraw him from, you know, making any more mistakes. You know, he always picked his head up. He had his teammates around him. And he would just make plays, and that really allowed him to be the GOAT, if you want to say that. But, um, yeah, he's definitely a role model of mine when it comes to flag football. I mean, he's just, like, a big inspiration. Everything that he does, um, I've tried to learn. <laughs> um, I obviously can't perfect it. You know, there's definitely um, some things I need to work on. But, um, yeah, he's definitely a huge role model of mine. If it makes you feel any better, you've already exceeded him in athleticism, so uh, <laughs> you got that going for you. Thank you. Yeah, no, no doubt, no doubt there. Um, but that's really interesting, actually. We see actually a lot of that in your game, you know, just seeing you being able to break down defenses and moving from progression to progression. If I'm being completely honest, we got some quarterbacks here in Colorado, and not just Colorado. I shouldn't just say that because I feel like that's calling out some people um, <laughs> a little bit too specifically there. But, you know, just in the country that we've done breakdowns on that are one read guys, and you could tell. Um, but you're definitely not, and so that's very evident in your game. And the crazy part is that you're a junior, and so you still have mm-hmm. time to grow and continue to elevate to that next level, which is yeah. kind of insane here. But that was something that we definitely, um, you know, pointed out in your breakdown. So yeah, that's really interesting. But uh, <laughs> with that being said, you know, what are, in your opinion, what are two to three qualities that really separate you from other players in the state or really even in the country? Um, I would definitely say decision making and looking down the field, you know, after right when we get to the line after our plays called, I'm always like viewing the field, like left to right, looking at our defense, looking how our offense is set up and trying to pick out like little holes that I could possibly throw the ball. Um, and then right after the, uh, the ball snapped, you know, I'm still like looking left to right, just trying to see if there's any, you know, free space out in front of me and I'll just throw it. And if I don't really have the, um, a really open space to throw to and I have a rusher coming full speed at me you know I need to I need to get out of the pot again I'm always still looking downfield to see if there's anyone open that can possibly make you know a big play if not then um, um, I'll just run the ball and just try and go from there yeah for sure and like I said you know that awareness is super like a parent when we watch you play um, I don't think I mentioned this in the breakdown it might have been like an Instagram post or like a Twitter post. I can't quite remember. But before we move on and talk about your season here, I kind of wanted to, you know, give you a little bit more praise on your game and whatnot because I 
and I don't even think I told Cody this, but I did say that, uh, well, first off, I'm from Texas. I grew up in Dallas and all that, so I got to mm-hmm. see some good quarterbacks coming up, uh, specifically Kyler Murray. He was literally the city next door, and so mm-hmm. uh, if we wanted to go to the playoffs or go to the state championship, it would have had to been through him and Allen, Texas, and so that <laughs> I, I was used to seeing, you know, good quarterbacks on the come up, and and you know, really from like the get-go i knew this kid was special you know uh, not only was he uber athletic and could pretty much do whatever he wanted but you know if there was a breakdown in the defense or if there was somebody missing an assignment or something like that he would pick us apart and he would be surgical with it and just know like all right I'm going to get you right here. And even then, there are a couple of different places that he would get us because their team was just more talented all together. And I always knew that he'd probably be an NFL guy, at least a good college guy. And honestly, I kind of get that same feeling watching you. You have a lot of those same type of, you know, intangibles, uh, just being able to know like, hey, this is what I got when this defense is rolling out this formation and whatnot. Here's what I'm going to do to pick it apart. And then in addition, you don't just stick to that. You have great reactionary time as well. And you find ways to extend the play, make bigger plays. And, you know, we really haven't even talked about uh, your physical talents. But, man, you're, you're great just Thank running you. and doing it. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, of course. Go on. Oh, sorry. Go on. No, oh, I was just saying, like, thank you. I really do appreciate that feedback. Oh, yeah, of course. No problem. But yeah, I just wanted to say all that, you know, you have great arm talent and all that, uh, because I know we did talk about kind of your mental game more. But I mean, there's no doubt that you could definitely make a lot of these throws down the field. And I'm sure Cody would agree. (laughs) Thank you. Of course. Wholeheartedly. And uh, I'm going to just go ahead and take the torch back from Simon here and turn it back to uh, Newsom High School. And uh, so far, y'all have had a pretty good season uh, this spring. Uh, taking a look at that, what is what do you think have been some keys to um, you know Newsom Wolves' success this season and your success to a further extent? Um, I would say our bond with one another. Um, we definitely have a really strong relationship, like all of us girls, even the coaches. You know, um, we had a film session um, earlier this week, uh, and you know, just going over some film, and. Um, you know, we had an additional presentation basically about, we have a little saying, it's called We Are Greater Than I. So um, we just talked about how there's no I in team, you know, we're always there for each other. You know, if someone's down, always pick them up. Um, don't ever give up. Always put your heart on the field. Um, so, yeah, that's really allowed us to um, be super successful this season. I mean, last night, um, unfortunately, we played Robinson and that was our first loss of the season. Uh, we lost 22-18 at home. Um, I think basically that game, we let ourselves down. Uh, we could have come out with a win. We just didn't uh, We just didn't really play our best. You know, we had some, um, you know, we had a few mistakes here and there, but that really costed us. And, you know, it's unfortunate, but it's definitely a game that we're going to learn a lot from. And we're just going to take all of that, you know, we're going to set it aside, but we're going to take everything that we learned and we're going to apply it to our next game for next week. And then, and then we'll go from there. We'll go to districts. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. I, I noticed that too. And I'm glad that you brought it up because, you know, uh, I was just about to ask kind of what is uh, your mentality as what, you know, you need to do as the quarterback, as a kind of leader for this team heading forward after that loss and what is your team's mentality following your first loss of the season and uh, like you said that you're going to try and learn from it 
and uh, you know get ready for districts. But um, what do you need to learn from this game, not only to compete in the next regular season game in districts, but to contend for a state title? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, definitely, you know, don't give up. And I saw there were some girls on our team, you know, they made a mistake, whether or not it was, you know, um, they didn't catch the ball, they ran, they didn't run the route as crisp, or defensively, you know, they didn't get a flag pull. You know, I always went up to them, I'm like, hey, just get it out of your head, you'll get it next game. Let's, let's try and get a pick next game. Or not next game, sorry, next play. Um, you know, I was always trying to be there to, like, um, have a positive mindset for them just to keep going and just forget about the negative plays. Um, and, you know, that really helped. And we had a lot of momentum. We scored with a couple seconds left in the first half. Um, Robinson scored again. And then, but we scored twice to make it 22-18. You know, we had um, some negative plays. There was a ball that was snapped over my head and it just happened to land right in the end zone for a safety so i mean this momentum shifts like that that can really cause us to fall apart but you know i was trying to be there to pick everyone's heads up and you just be like you know just keep going on like don't give up let's just give it our all like, there's, there's still time left to make big plays you never know how this game's gonna end so yeah i was just trying to be there for everyone gotcha gotcha so just you know cleaning some things up, staying positive, you know, uh, I love that mindset a lot. I'm definitely a, you know, short, short-term memory kind of a player when I played in a short-term memory coach where it's like, you know, so a mistake is made is like, it doesn't matter next snap. You know, I mm -hmm. love that uh, mentality for sure. And I'm glad that you're bringing that to Newsom high school. As you progress through this season and prepare game by game, what are some things that you know that you need to improve on? What are some things that you need to improve on from game to game? And what are some things that you're going to focus on in the offseason following this season? I mean, after listening to your guys' feedback on the podcast, it's something that I have really been working on in the, um, this past week and the week before. Um, definitely um, ball handling. You know, whenever I take up on the run, it's kind of natural for me to just hold the ball in one hand, you know, not have another hand, not have it tucked in. Um, yeah, that's something I've definitely been working on in practice, you know, tucking the ball in, making sure, like, you know, if someone accidentally hits my hand, it doesn't fall out and, like, the ball's dead right there. Like, I could have gotten some more positive yards, so that's something. Um, you guys had mentioned footwork. Um, you know, my, <laughs> my footwork's kind of all over the place, to be honest. Um, so that's something I've also been really working on and trying to improve. Um, you know, I, I enjoy this sport so much, so I really love time to improve on everything that I can so that I can become a better player for not only myself, but for my team as well. Hey, we appreciate you uh, taking, you know, our breakdown of you to heart and working on those things, you know, and uh, yeah, just, just improving and those those will help, you know, more yards and then obviously getting that footwork that's going to help your throwing overall and increase your arm power from the base up so love mm -hmm. to hear that you're focusing on those things and i guess uh what are some resources that you're using to improve as a quarterback and to address those things is it kind of you or is it you know coaches any facilities or anything like that um i would definitely say our coaches like my dad's the offensive coordinator for our team and you know, he's always like looking at film, you know, he's always the one that's doing the stats and he breaks down film very well and he'll pinpoint some things out to me and be like, hey, like, look at this play, look at how you're like, you know, you're throwing off your back foot or how I could have seen a better option down the field that could have gotten us some more yards, you know, film is 
your best friend when it comes to flag football. That's really what's going to allow you to grow and um, fix your mistakes. So I would say that. And, um, you know, your teammates, too, they're always, um, you know, they've always got feedback for you, too. Just like, hey, like, you know, I'm, I'm open on this play. Like, this defender's, like, playing back or whatever the situation might be. But I would say pretty much everyone in film as well. That's really helping me to improve my game on the field. Yeah, that's, you know, there's, I would definitely say that there's a lot of football players and athletes out there that don't watch nearly enough film. So the fact that, you know, you're watching film with your coach, with your dad, with your teammates, you know, and just taking that feedback from as many resources as possible is going to make you a better player and it's going to continue to help you improve. So I applaud that. And, um, you know, I, I will admit, you know, uh, through Simon and uh, through the Elite 11 is kind of where we first heard your name. So if you don't mind, we were kind of wondering what was the experience like at uh, the Elite 11? Yeah, for sure. Um, the Elite 11 was a phenomenal experience for me. I mean, you walk up, there's, you know, there's, there's rival teams that are there with you, but they're also, I mean, I made friends with girls from Robinson, Alonzo, you know, our rival teams. And uh, we would talk during our, our drills and before we even went on the field, but no, it, it was a great environment. I mean, I definitely, um, there were some good coaches out there giving me some feedback that I was like definitely willing to apply to my game. Um, I mean, the boys were out there too. So we were all like showing them our skills. So one of the drills um, we would have to throw to them in the end zone. And I mean, one of the girls threw a fantastic ball in the end zone. And they were all like, oh my gosh, I didn't know a girl, like a girl could do that. Like, that's insane. So yeah, definitely getting a lot of exposure, um, not only to coaches and my other uh, football peers, but definitely to like all the guys and everyone that else was watching in the stands. It was, it was just a great way to get our name out and to really show everyone what girls fly football is really about. Yeah, that's awesome. And, you know, it's, I mean, football players are football players, you know, um, if, if you got it, then you got it. Or if you're willing to put in the work, then you got it too. And so, you know, I think it's awesome that elite 11 had you guys out there. And honestly, you know, these opportunities and this exposure that, you know, you get to experience is long overdue, you know? And so, um, I, I think that everything that you're doing and everything that this generation of playmakers is doing in flag football is, you know, monumental uh, to the progression of something that's, you know, been in the works for a very long time and something that's, you know, should have been out there for an even longer time. So I just wanted to applaud you for, you know, definitely being a trailblazer and making the most of this and uh, capitalizing on opportunities that, you know, um, y'all have deserved for way too long. So mm-hmm. um, with that being said, I'm going to pass it over to Simon, who's going to you know, ask you more questions about recruitment and kind of your future in the sport of football. Okay. Yeah. So uh, real quick, quick shout out to the Elite 11 once again, you know, for giving you all that platform and whatnot. Uh, ironically enough, that week, actually, Cody and I were looking for some, you know, some uh, girl football players from around the country. And we found Kenzie. We found Alexa because they're over in Nevada. And that was kind of the easier way of doing it. And then literally that Saturday, uh, Saturday night, I want to say the Elite 11 announced that they're going to hold, you know, um, a whole new group of uh, quarterbacks over there. And, you know, we saw that it was y'all and really we were keeping a really close eye on that, that whole Sunday, just looking for, you know, posts or something like that. So that we could figure out like, all right, who's at this thing? Like who could we put on? Because 
I'm not gonna lie, it's hard. It's hard finding uh, some of y'all with the film, and you know, we were very lucky to find you and Haley Stanton as well. That's actually mm -hmm. where we found both of y'all, and so huge shout out to them and you know if you have any names Devin, that you want to give us uh we could talk after this and we could put them on as well because we would absolutely love to do that but yeah. that being said you know let's talk about kind of your recruitment <laughs> and all that moving forward so uh so far you know what kind what has your recruitment looked like for you um i do understand we do understand that you are a junior and that you know some of these programs are having their you know first season this year college programs that is but you know have you had you know anybody come knocking or you know any any colleges uh, offer or anything like that yet um yeah i've had a couple so far um i had midland uh i had thomas university i mean those two have really been um you know, messaging me like, hey, like we, like you're such a great player. Like we, we'd really love for you to um, play for us uh, when you graduate. And I mean, to be honest with you, flag football is such a big part of my life. I honestly do not know what I would do without flag football. Um, so I would, I mean, I'm, I still have time to decide, but um, you know, I, I don't. I'm on the fence as to whether or not I want to continue playing flag at a collegiate level or if I want to really pursue my career at, you know, like a bigger university um, that allows me to, you know, have a mindset for um, my future. But I don't know. To be honest with you, I don't I'm just on the fence about that. But I mean, no matter where I go, I will I will play flag football, whether it's club or uh, collegiate. I, I will play it. <laughs> Sounds good, and that's what we want to hear. Uh, as long as you're playing, you know, because look, you're you're a heck of a talent, and you know, we really think, you know, we really think that um, you're you're a generational type for sure. But you know, obviously, you got to make uh, the decision that's best for you because, uh, like I just said, this is something that has kind of just jump started, and you know, obviously, COVID's a thing and all that, and so that's kind of thrown some wrenches in there as well. But, um, you know, with that being said, let's kind of um, move forward with this. So last year, obviously, the NFL uh, finally helped jumpstart about 15 different programs on the NAIA level. Um, they've also been instrumental in helping out some other states like Institute, like Girls Flag Football, Alabama, I believe, was one of the most recent ones. And um, mm -hmm. to be completely honest, a little bit surprising, not going to lie. But, <laughs> you know, that's uh, that's big time for sure. And so. Either way, just moving forward. My bad. I got kind of got on the tangent there. But <laughs> what are some things uh, you are looking in um, or what are some things you are looking for in a program uh, if you do decide to play flag football at, you know, one of those universities that want you there and offered you? Um, I would definitely say having um, coaches that really care about the game. Um, that That's super important to me. Um, I mean, the coaches that I have at Newsom, you know, they take so much time out of their work schedule or whatever it is and they'll they'll go out there with us you know they're going to do everything they can to make us a better team overall and that's something that i really look at um when trying to decide you know um where i want to go um so i would say that and definitely you know the players on the team as well um i want to have uh, girls on the team that show leadership and also really care about the game. That's also a, a huge part to all of this. 
sounds good yeah for sure all great points over there all right so kind of swinging back to the high school level here what are some goals that you still have for high school ball obviously you have this season and the next season um you know um last year obviously when covid uh shut down everything i had about after our last game probably about 1100 yards on passing and so this year I was trying to beat that within, you know, the same amount of games, which I believe was like seven or eight games with the regular season. And yeah, I beat that by like, I think two or 300 yards. So that's something and I'm going to keep on doing that. I mean, this year I had a goal set out for me to, you know, try and not throw any, I mean, it's, it's a really hard goal, but try and not throw, um, throw any interceptions in any regular season game. Um, but then again, you know, mistakes happen and you know some girls aren't going to run the most crisp routes or you know I'm not going to be throwing the best ball so you know an interception you know it happens and after my after I threw my first one I was like oh dang I mean <laughs> so that's something I really want to try and do next year probably not for the whole regular season but we'll strive for you know the first five games or so that's actually a very interesting goal and not a bad one to have at all uh, that's not a bad goal to have at all. Um, you know, you I'd rather have uh, my players aim high than, you know, aim lower than they should be. And so that's a really good goal to have. And it's doable. It's just a lot of things have to go your way as well. Yeah. You know how it goes. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, so now that we're kind of at the end of this interview here, is there anybody in particular who you'd like to mention who's been important to your academic or athletic career who'd you like to thank on the show i know you did thank uh your dad and a couple uh players as well but you know this is kind of where you could give shout outs if uh if you want if you'd like to um yeah my dad being you know a really um big impact and for flag football for me i mean i started playing when i was six and he was always there in the sidelines and you know he did he coached for a couple years and then uh, I went to, I played for middle school and he was always there. And then um, high school flag, you know, he started coaching. So he's really been a tremendous part of, you know, my flag football career. And also, um, Sydney Stout for quarterback for Robinson is a tremendous player. I mean, after the game last night, you know, I went and talked to her and, you know, we just said, you know, good game, everything, but we were talking and I'm just like, dang, you are such a good quarterback. I mean, <laughs> um, Seeing you just from Elite 11 and, you know, on the field when, you know, we're rivals and all we want to do is beat one another. She's she's an incredible player. I mean, she's always her passes are immaculate. They're, they're right on the money every time. Um, she's always looking downfield. You know, she has a really quick release and, um, you know, she will make defense pay. And yeah, so I would say she's just a phenomenal player. All right, we'll probably have to do a breakdown on her then. So we'll I appreciate uh, keep that in mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. I appreciate you bringing it up. You're actually the first uh, pl- athlete that we've had who's mentioned, you know, a rival of sorts that's you know driven them competitively to improve and be better. So I appreciate you know that shout out. That's I like that dynamic. Yeah, of course. Yeah, no, I have to agree. That is actually super cool. But lastly here, uh, last question, but uh, do you have any advice for up-and-coming middle school, high school, or aspiring football players? <laughs> um, I would say um, 
you know, I would definitely say definitely set goals for yourself for future seasons and try and strive for those goals. I mean, look at film, look at any type of videos that are going to allow you to improve in any part of your game. Um, I would say definitely show leadership in your team because after all, like leadership is a huge, huge factor in, in any sports game, whether it be flag football or soccer, whatever the sport may be. Um, that's going to really allow your team to look up to you and to play a better game and have a really successful season. For sure. And that's great advice, honestly. Um, a lot of our kiddos could use that advice, just being completely honest here. But uh, good stuff altogether. So uh, so that will wrap up this interview of the Playmakers Corner podcast. Make sure, uh, first off, you check out that episode uh, where we broke down Devin Silvestri and three other queens of football, Alexa Manser, Kenzie Murdoch, and Haley Stanton. I believe that is episode 30. Is that right, Cody? I'm pretty sure it's episode 30. Yes. Yes, it is episode 30. So make sure you check that out. Um, make sure you check out Devin's highlights and all that. Those are usually, I mean, I don't know. Those are usually linked somewhere uh, in these bios and whatnot. And then obviously show us some love on all social media. That's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok as well, where we do show highlights there as well uh, in smaller doses. So uh, Devin, once again, thank you so much for coming on. You know, um, just going to be honest with you, you are our first um well, I guess maybe you're not the first girl to interview with us, but you're the first girl football player to interview with us. And that's big time, uh, especially since you're so talented and, you know, we really appreciate you uh, making the time for us. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for having me. It was I had a great time. Yeah, of course. All right. Uh, thank you for rocking with us and make sure you check out the socials.